All right, welcome back to the Derm of the Day podcast. My name is Caden Carver. I'm your host, and today we're going to be covering a an extremely high yield topic that can be pretty confusing. So, as per usual, we'll do start with our clinical vignette. I'll give you some time to kind of think about it, formulate a differential diagnosis um, in your head. And then we'll talk about what causes it, how it typically presents on exams and clinically, how you diagnose it, and then how you treat it for patients. So let's jump right in. Today, you have a 51-year-old female who presents to the family medicine clinic for pain and swelling of her right leg. She admits to using intravenous heroin several times weekly, but denies any trauma to the extremity. She does have a fever, and physical exam shows edematous, tender skin with poorly defined erythema of the right lower extremity. All right, so hopefully you know what this is. I tried to make it somewhat obvious and just kind of give you the classic presentation here. This is cellulitis. Um, and cellulitis typically is due to an infection with Staph aureus, strep pyogenes. It can also come after surgery, trauma, or an insect bite. The pathophysiology of cellulitis is a local infection of the dermal and subcutaneous tissue. And that plays a role in the kind of clinical presentation and what you see on your physical exam. Clinically, it presents as tender erythematous as well as swollen or edematous skin. And one of the probably the most high yield things you can take from this episode is the poorly defined um, or poorly localized erythema. Patients can have fever and chills. And then kind of in helping to formulate your differential here, if instead of seeing this poorly defined erythema, you see a well-defined, indurated, raised um, lesion or kind of area of skin, you want to think more erysipelas. And erysipelas is a subtype of cellulitis where the dermis and lymphatics are involved. So the reason you get this kind of more well-defined appearance is because it's more superficial and doesn't really involve as much of the subcutaneous tissue. It is more kind of more involves the dermis and the lymphatics as we said. So if you see well-defined indurated raised um, area of skin and also with erysipelas you're going to more commonly see the systemic signs of fever and chills. That's more likely with cellulitis. Oftentimes cellulitis will kind of just be localized symptoms to the area where the skin is involved. But as we said, you can have fever and chills with both. Diagnosis is largely a clinical diagnosis. If you're unsure, you can do wound or blood cultures and that might be helpful. 
for treating cellulitis and impetigo, or excuse me, erysipelas, if they do not have systemic signs, so no sim or no fever, no chills, you're going to want to do 5 to 10 days of oral antibiotics. And then if they do have systemic signs, if they have comorbid conditions, such as kind of severe diabetes, poorly controlled diabetes, um, underlying immunosuppression, things of that nature that just put them at higher risk for complications, if they are elderly, and if you have involvement of the hand or the orbit, aka the eyes, then all of those things will point you towards more uh, using intravenous antibiotics. So you kind of pull out the big guns again and you pull out the big guns if you have systemic signs, so they kind of have fever, malaise, chills, they have comorbid conditions, they are old, and then also if you see hand involvement or orbital involvement, all those will point you in the direction of using IV antibiotics rather than just oral antibiotics. So that's what we have for cellulitis and also erysipelas definitely big to be able to differentiate the two. Remember erysipelas is more well-defined as well as indurated and raised and it involves the dermis and lymphatic tissue kind of sparing the subcutaneous tissue and it's also more common to see systemic symptoms with erysipelas and compared to cellulitis, cellulitis is kind of a poorly defined erythema, also tender um, edematous skin, and you can have fever chills, but less common than with erysipelas. Both of these are commonly due to staph, or, excuse me, staph aureus and strep pyogenes. They can also be due from or be caused from insect bites, trauma, or surgery, which then leads to infection of these tissues. Diagnosis is clinical, but you can do culture of the lesion if you feel it's necessary, and if you're unsure. To treat, if there are no systemic uh, signs such as fever, chills, malaise, go ahead and stick to the oral antibiotics, but if you do see systemic signs, if the patient is kind of at increased risk for complication, or if you have hand or orbital involvement, that will point you more towards IV antibiotics. So that's all we have for cellulitis and erysipelas. Hopefully this information is helpful, and we will see you next time. Until then, take care.